You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping you with your pets like that guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan. He is an animal behaviorist and a dog trainer. My name's Jamie Flanagan. Brian, this is where you say something about me. Oh, and I'm Jamie Flanagan. <laughs> have you have you always wanted this for me to say something about you? Pretty much. <laughs> I, I really wanted you to say something about you, but then I figured, all right, well, I'll fill in the blank. Oh and man, then, I'll say. I'll, and then you know, you know I'm have and then, but that's cool. Then I tell you, hey, he's an animal behaviorist and a dog trainer. You know what? And I'm Jamie Flanagan. I've been dropping the ball. I, I'm going to have an intro for you next week. All right. And uh, just making sure we're having a good time. This is one of the best rehearsals we've had yet. <laughs> I figure we to wait till the mics are live to do it. Why waste uh, all yeah. this comedy genius? On, uh, just us, right? So uh, joining us again, Matt Fox. Hey, hi guys. Hey, hey Matt. Matt. Fox. Hey, and uh, running the board and plugging us in socially, Sam. Sam Nork. That's me. Sam. Hey, Samantha. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Sam. Sam's back from her whirlwind tour of the uh, West Coast. Um, yeah. She's How was the concert? She's oh, here. It was, oh, it was amazing. And not dead. What concert? It, was it Blink? Blink. Or, yeah, it, was well, so, it, was, it was a bunch of. It was like a bunch of other people. It was a huge festival. It was like twelve different musical artists. Okay. Yeah. But I waited ten hours to see them. I stood there for ten hours. Only in the 10. front row for ten hours. I should uh, introduce you to a see, show called Lollapalooza. Oh see yeah, they here. they just played there uh, last year. See, we we so our our ten hours in the front row days. Uh, are over as fifty-year-old uh, men. <laughs> we're about three songs in. We're like, uh, uh, I gotta go to the can. <laughs> I gotta. Uh, I, did, I didn't even go to the bathroom. I know. Well, you, you were in the front row for ten you, hours. You, you want to hear something sad? That doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> of work for a guy do. like um, us. Listen, you know, uh, I might we, not make it through this we hour. Took, we took to watching movies <laughs> after uh, after Lauren comes home, and we, we you know snuggle in yeah. front of the Aww. TV, sure. watch a movie. Nice. We never make it through a movie. So now it's like, you want to watch a couple trailers? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Colleen and I are the same way. It's like, okay, so what movie do you want to fall asleep to tonight? Yeah. You know, it's like, I oh, do yeah. the same thing. <laughs> a couple trailers. Although, and then, oh, good God. And she, Colleen's got to go through every single That's what movie. we fall asleep. That's yeah. what Mary and I fall asleep. And, and I'm like, I take, I take my glasses off and I'm like, just let me know. Just, <laughs> just let me know when you get there. But you know, there are too many choices now. Oh, there well, are. First, well, you have all the cable choices, the Netflix, and all the other, you know, um, uh, Campbell uh, soup, uh, yeah. you know, Campbell soup. No, C- cable soup. Uh, oh. Cable soup. <laughs> cable soup of, uh, of 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 choices, and there's I can never find anything. No, am I the only one? So nope. no, absolutely no. And uh, that's the thing. Colleen will go for twenty minutes, and yeah. there's there's not a damn thing on, and she throws the remote, and I'll just I'll go like, oh, click click. Here we go. We're gonna watch. And it. then you go to the movie theater, and every trailer they show, it's like, oh, I want to see that. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see that. One. I can't wait to see that one. Okay. You only speak the truth on Animal Talk. Ooh, this remake of Pippi Longstockings <laughs> looks amazing. That is, 
This is the reboot <laughs> I've been waiting for. So, yeah, but Brian, so how do you get? Uh, how do you figure out what you what you're going to watch? Uh, usually, we just get tired of flipping through and say, "Yeah, oh, okay, let's 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 watch this." One. Or a friend of ours, a friend will recommend a movie. Really, anything recommended recently? That yeah, you've recently. Enjoyed? Let me get. Let me. Oh let me my think. gosh! Oh, oh there's a little jewel called <laughs> a ghost story. It's called a ghost. It's called a ghost story. A ghost story. All right. Yeah. yeah. So no, we went. It's, it's it's why Sam's laughing hysterically because we spent the last twenty minutes. <laughs> talking about a ghost story. Um, Matthew and I have not yet seen nope, it. No, I have not. Um, seen it's it. awful. It's, it's our awful. Home, it's our homework for Nick. It's we, not that bad. But it was it was highly recommended to you. Highly and recommended. And then yeah. the person who recommended it said, "Oh yeah, I haven't seen it." Yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you, I wanted to reach through but the I phone like and ghost stories, so I figured you might. <laughs> so why is it so awful? Well, first of all, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, here we first go. First of all, okay, uh, Casey Affleck, who has this charm about him, he's like this. Kind of mumbling, I love you know, those smoldering kind of uh, you know handsomeness, but they but he he doesn't him. enunciate. If you ever notice, he's like he mumbles a little bit. And you, <laughs> you really can't understand. He has six words in the whole movie, <laughs> okay. and you have to rewind. What did he say? What did he say? He said something about his piano. What did he say? <laughs> it's horrible. Then he dies and turns into a ghost, <laughs> and quite literally, oh yes, yeah. okay. He spends the whole movie in a sheet with two <laughs> holes cut out of it. <laughs> so and really, you know, he's probably it's probably just a stand-in. It's probably not him under that sheet. No, it is him. I think I read that it was him. Sorry. So <laughs> why would you? Why would you even? Isn't that care? funny? It's like so he's. It could have like, been a mannequin. He's, he's got like five there. minutes of screen time, six lines, and the rest is all just some extra under a sheet with ghost captions. It's agonizing, Jamie. It's agonizing. <laughs> but you said okay, it's ghost is captions. It a co- it's not a comedy, is it? No, it's not a comedy. And here's the thing: you no. know, in, in a typical movie, watch a movie, and you'll see that a, a typical camera shot is just a few seconds long. Yeah. And it just it just bounces around the whole. Sure. This had camera shots that were seven minutes long. <laughs> that it, it it seems like you know you're in you're in church for you know uh, some bounce. extended service. It's it <laughs> oh is God. like it's like a bounce check a bounce bounce. It is awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and so he's uh, he's communicating with the ghost next door. He walks to the window as a ghost. And Do they have the camera back and forth to each other? No. What kind of video is this? And then, and then he sees uh, he sees a ghost in the next house standing in the window. <laughs> okay. Of course, they can only see each other. You know, the, sure. the live people can't see. Yeah, naturally. And they start communicating. You can't hear what they're saying. This is the but there's freaking captions. There ever. are captions, captions. and captions. he says hello. <laughs> the other ghost says hi. He says, "What you doing?" Riveting. The, the other ghost says, "Waiting for someone." <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Riveting. Are you sure it's not a comedy? No, it's not. It's not so, a comedy. Here's no. the thing I'm looking forward to. This sounds hysterical. <laughs> Although we're just getting into spring and, and the fall is far away. I'm looking forward to Halloween when we all get to dress up as ghosts. <laughs> our favorite ghost from the ghost story. So we're going to do the whole show. I, I told as, you. I told you my, my and, and, ghost and our eye sockets we'll have, are all going to be off kilter. Yes. <laughs> And mine will have three holes in it. <laughs> if I'm not arrested, it'll be an awesome costume. Oh my God. I'm looking forward to Halloween now, too. Are we actually doing that? Well, just two, yes. just two holes. Okay? Gonna keep it PG. Gonna keep it relatively PG. Yeah. Oh, what an act. And yeah, so all the, all the reviews of this movie say, you know, it's a. Uh, uh, it it kind of puts the burden on the viewer to, you know, you really have to open your mind and you have to really accept 
this type of art and, and you know, suspend your, you know, your. Sounds uh, like crap. It's, it's a bunch of crap. It's a load of crap. The king has no clothes, but he does right. have a sheet with two holes in it. <laughs> Three. <laughs> well, I guess I, we have homework then this week, do we? Oh, we I believe Lord. we do. I don't think oh, you guys are going to make it through. We do. Honestly. We're going to, we got some fun stuff coming up on the, the show. We have an interview that's going to happen uh, in just a moment, and we're going to uh, talk about carriage horses and uh, their treatment and or mistreatment hmm. uh, worldwide and in the states here. We got, uh, there's a, a family with a pet dog that might not be a pet dog. We're going to oh, talk no. about that coming up. No. Oh, wow. Might not um, be a dog. We have... Uh, <laughs> Some little Italian guy. We have <laughs> a, a, a story. <laughs> homeless working out a new angle. Hey, what's this? This, this bowl, it's empty. It's empty. <laughs> I can't get some water around here. <laughs> oh He's got sh- dog paws taped to his knees. Uh, uh, story about six squirrels. Ah. Mm-hmm. Sick mm-hmm. squirrels? Or six? Six? Six. Six. Or six. 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 Half a dozen. Yeah. Five and one more squirrels and then uh, uh, some, some orphaned groundhogs. So we'll be talking about that uh, later mm. in the show. And plus, uh, uh, are you a cool cat person? Um, are you part of the cool tribe Heck when it comes yes. would hope so. to your cat? Yeah. But before we get to all that, we're going to talk about the the carriage horses yeah. and the ghost story a little bit more. Maybe <laughs> I just uh, oh no 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 it no. just sounds like sounds like uh-uh. a very, like an amazing dressing, comedy movie. We're dressing like that. I'm dressing like that's my costume. I'm not very creative, <laughs> so I'm good with two holes in a sheet. Yeah, well, uh, the Charlie Brown with uh, who's a pig pen or one of the guys he had like. Ten holes. It was that Charlie Brown had like like holes everywhere. Oh, yeah. oh right, right, right. <laughs> he couldn't right, get the right. holes right, so he had like fifteen <laughs> holes in his sheet. That'll be me. That'll be me. At least no. two of them will be right. right? Broken it? clock is right twice a day. Something. Yeah, like Pigpen was the one that walked around, always had the dirt floating around him all that oh, time. Oh yeah. Was that Pigpen? Pigpen. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Okay. But who had all the holes in it? Was that Charlie Brown? I think that yeah, was that Charlie was Brown. his uh, Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey Sam Nork, what's going on over there? Uh, no, nothing. I just inputted the wrong phone number. Mm. Uh. Are we inputting? Are we inputting the right thing? I did. Did we put it's in? It's ringing. Right thing? Hey, ring a ding ding. It's ringing. Ring a ding 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 ding. <laughs> Please leave your message. Ah. <laughs> Let's do the rest of the show on her on her voicemail. Two four eight. Yeah, I think you called the uh, this number here. Did you Same. call? No, My I one. called. It says I call from. That, that's Excuse where you me? called from. Yeah. So I tell you, again, one of the best rehearsals ever. ever. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. I am so sorry. Do you, do you sorry, have the number? Do you, you need me to yeah. pull it up? No, no. I, I got it. I okay. got it. I put it in the wrong place. I'm ah, so sorry. How many places are there to put the phone number? <laughs> There's oh, only three number. holes. Yes. So. <laughs> do I have to put a one in front of it? <laughs> Good Most Lord, likely. Sam. Excuse me? <clears throat> Most likely you need uh, the one. It already added the one. Okay. Ah, it does that for you. So you dial one one, we're calling Kuala Lumpur or something. <laughs> no Kamakamisai. Remember that was. Uh, oh, Nakapisai. Yeah. Joe Slapsack. That's, I'm sure that's uh, culturally offensive to somebody. So we slap them, you stack them. So we well. do what we can. We do what we can. We call this the uh, the, the seventh inning lull. That right? is, that's, <laughs> I believe. I'm stretching. Yeah. That is what it is. Hello? Jody. Hi. 
Hi. Jody, hi. It's Jamie from Animal Talk. Thanks for joining us. I have Matt Fox along with me, my co-host Brian Donovan. Hey, Jody. Hi, been, Jody. You've been dealing with Sam hi. Nork. Oh, hi. <laughs> so uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. We're going to introduce you a little bit here because uh, let people know where we're at and what we're talking about. So after last year's Animal okay. Rights National Conference, Jody founded the partnership to ban horse carriages worldwide, a coalition that now has representatives in 28 cities. Jody is also running the Chicago Alliance for Animals, committed to creating a kinder Chicago. Uh, there's undercover work, and uh, they're gaining some media attention and outing some of the horse carriage companies that are not acting above board. Uh, some of them are facing fines upward of $100,000 for the uh, badness and awfulness <laughs> that uh, they are, are doing and they're being fined for. So, Jody, welcome to Animal Talk. Thank you very much. So that, that number, $100,000 in fines, uh, is pretty impressive if you put it into uh, perspective with uh, – because we, we had talked – we were going to talk to you before and we got our wires crossed. But um, I, had, I had looked up some of the information that uh, I think it was two years ago there was like $200 in fine and then three years ago there were no dollars in fines <laughs> levied. And so to make a jump to uh, um, people being held accountable – Excuse me for upwards of a hundred thousand dollars in fines. Um, you got to be really uh, watchdogging it up. Uh, yeah, we for, the, for throughout 2017 we were out there quite a bit. Some of us taking on 12 plus hour days down at the horse carriage stand, documenting that the horses were out all day. They didn't go back to the stable. They didn't get a break. Um, many times, uh, not allowed to stop and drink water. And actually, that figure of $100,000. I'm off on that because I was looking through my my notes uh, with the upcoming trials, and they're actually facing upwards of $200,000. Oh, wow. All so right. um, and how about two some... years ago, they weren't fined anything, and they were only fined $100 before 2017. Yeah. yeah how about some uh, historical perspective on this? You know, you go to any, any of the big cities, really, New York, Chicago, even like New Orleans, they all have these carriage rides. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. thing is, though, why? I'm I mean, guilty. It seems, I'm, I'm, I've, I've taken them. So have I. So have I. Too. But it's, it seems like something from you know the 19th century. And why does it still exist? Just because of the, uh, just because it's a nostalgic thing, or um, it just seems like a, a big burden on the city and the horses, and it just it just appears to be there, there's a lot of cost involved. So, um, is there some kind of cartel that keeps us going, Jody? Well. I think nostalgia, I think you're right there between nostalgia and, you know, people might think it's romantic. Uh, but the fact is, is it's incredibly dangerous and, um, and it is costly. Like you said, uh, in, in just the last, uh, month, we know of seven horse carriage accidents around the world where horses have died and then, uh, one, so eight accidents total in about five weeks and one where two humans died. Mm. And these are only the accidents we know of. Um, and so we know of like in the last five weeks, humans and about at least eight to 10 horses have been named. And when a horse is injured in this trade, that usually means death. These companies can't afford to put any money into fixing a horse's broken leg or anything like that. So, um, I think that nostalgia and romance are the, are the reasons, uh, and tradition, but we know how dangerous it is and it's, it's just, it's not, they don't belong on streets with motor vehicles and ambulances, fire engines, motorcycles. And uh, these horses are prey animals. So any, any 
minor noise can spook them. The latest accident in New York City, a horse was spooked because somebody opened his umbrella. And so that horse took off and people had to be rushed to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. So all the excuses are not worth the, uh, the human and horse tragedies. So give me an idea of, uh, okay, you're from Chicago, correct? Yes. How many companies in Chicago have uh, horse carriage rides, and how, how big are these operations? How many horses do they have? There are three, three companies in Chicago. Um, the smallest, smallest of the three only have, I think, two to three horses. And uh, total horses between the three companies, I would say maybe uh, 25 to 30 horses. I don't know the exact number. So it's, it's, rather, it's a rather small uh, industry for Chicago. Especially compared to New York City. Now, how do you feel about, say, the uh, the, the mounted police uh, uh, forces? Um, a lot of the bigger cities have those as well. Do you kind of are you going to annex those horses into your your uh, mission at some point? That's really not an issue. Um, you know, we are focused on the horse carriages and the dangers and the <laughs> the uh, cruelty involved. Um, in addition, so yeah, no, the police mounted horses is not part of our campaign. Um, you know, in addition to the dangers, uh, we, uh, as you know, probably from my documentation, uh, these companies have worked the horses usually 12 plus hours when we've been out there documenting, uh, Chicago's law states they can only work six hours in a 24 hour period, but we've caught them time and time again, working the horses 10, 11, 12 hours on a Saturday. And then the horses out again, the next day around 11 or 12 and they work them another 10, 11 or 12 hours. I would so, imagine um, it's, it's pretty, all... it's pretty easy to, to garner support for this. I mean, just like Jamie said, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done this, you know, you've done it in central oh, yeah, park yeah, probably, yeah. right, Jamie. Yeah, but yeah. you know what, if it went away tomorrow, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't miss it. I, I mean, wouldn't miss and it either. Yeah. not only that, I mean, if you, if you can make the case that they're, they're not being treated properly, uh, all the more reason to uh, – it's not a, a big industry. It's not like thousands of people are going to be, you know, uh, affected. Yeah. Get rid of them. What's the, you know, what, right. what's, the, what's the sense in having right. if there's some issues? So what are the steps um, towards that? Is uh, Are you guys working with any uh, legislation, national or, or, you know, Chicago, Illinois? or um, Are you working on any legislation and who's working with you? Yes. We, uh, due to our documentation – Two Chicago aldermen have proposed an ordinance to ban the horse carriages this year that basically the legislation states that they would not renew their licenses when they're up for renewal in November. Hmm. Uh, And as of right now, we have 18 aldermen total who support the ordinance, and those are only the ones that we've gotten answers out of. Uh, So there are 50, 50 aldermen on Chicago City Council, and so we're still working on reaching out to all of them and getting it on the agenda, the committee agenda to be voted on. But we do have quite a bit of support in city council, and uh, we've proven to the aldermen that um, we obviously don't want to put people out of work. That is not our goal. It's not our intention. However, these companies have been breaking the law over and over again, you know, that we've documented throughout 2017. But these companies have been in business for decades. So like they've likely been breaking the law and overworking these horses for decades. Um, they've had t- chances to uh, send in, uh, send to the city documents on how they will follow the law. They have refused to do it. Um, they've had months and months, according to the city attorney, to, to turn in information on how they plan to uh, 
abide by the law and train their employees so the employees are aware of what the law is, um, and they haven't done it. Uh, the first trial is coming up next Wednesday uh, because they haven't uh, they haven't provided the correct and proper materials. Um, and just a very important note uh, to, to let you know is that in Chicago and basically every city that has horse carriages, the laws on the books are not monitored or followed. In Chicago, there's a city agency called Business Affairs and Consumer Protection that's supposed to enforce the laws regarding the horse carriages. When I spoke with the supervisor of investigations last summer on a day when it was over 90 degrees, um, he stated that his agency doesn't work weekends and that they're complaint driven. So there is no one out there on Saturdays or Sundays or on 90 plus degree days to make sure that the horses aren't working or that they're sending them in after six hours. Now, Jody. Uh, so that's why. Jody, would you be satisfied if uh, if the the it was shown that the horses are taken care of, or do you want to eradicate the industry altogether? We want to ban because even if they only do if they do follow the law and only work the horses six hours and provide the water that they're supposed to provide, which we've gone down many times and there's been no water available for the horses. Um, even if every law and every rule were followed by the book. Again, someone opening an umbrella can spook a horse and people can die. Those horses can die. A uh, motorcycle going by can spook a horse. Um, in St. Louis, I point out this one because it's, in my opinion, very uh, tragic, is a couple of years ago, right before, like a day or two before Christmas, a horse got spooked in St. Louis, took off, and ran into the Missouri River and drowned in freezing water. Ooh. Now, nobody was Gosh. in that carriage. But had someone been in that carriage, that person had like would have likely drowned with that horse. And St. Louis would probably have a ban by now. But the horse drowned, and they still have it. So, again, even if they follow the laws and rules, it's a very dangerous activity. And I think a progressive society should try to prevent injuries and uh, un- unnecessary suffering. And this is an industry that is always going to have accidents. Uh, serious injuries and death. So, uh, but I, I got to argue with you about because uh, they have charming little get-ups when they have matching hats with the drivers. <laughs> so, no, I just tease them. But uh, so, what is life like for these horses uh, for the hours that they're not um, on the streets working? What sort of uh, facilities are they are they being housed in? Do you know? Well, in Chicago, uh, there is no law regarding turnout. So there is no rule that they have to take the horses out, give them uh, pasture, uh, room to move, room to run. Uh, And the two stables in Chicago are in very industrial areas of the city. Uh, The two, uh, the one we can't even see inside. You can't see inside. We've driven around it. Um, it, It's just a big industrial warehouse. Uh, So, I mean, we don't even know like how much natural sunlight they get. Uh, The other stable uh, is off, uh, you know, a busy street in Chicago. It's a rundown, decrepit stable um, in the middle of the city with graffiti on their Ooh. on the walls. And it just looking through the windows, you can't see much, but it, the stables look very small. And um, after working a 12 plus hour day, they go back to these small stables. Um, every all the partners in the partnership have similar stories where their stables are in horrible conditions. They're nothing like nature, nothing like a pasture, uh, nothing where the horses can run free or get some exercise 
or or socialization between each other. So it's not it's not a humane life. Wow. Okay. And you're doing some good work to to try to correct this. So, what Jody? What brought you um, uh, to the animal world uh, as an advocate like this? Um, are you a pet owner? Did you have ponies growing up? I mean, what brought you? What brought you into this this fight? I've worked in animal protection for about 20 years. I've worked on different issues. Um, I was actually the campaign director in Massachusetts that where we uh, banned greyhound racing in the state. Uh, on a ballot initiative question. Uh, so I care about all animals. Uh, I love horses just as much as dogs, cats, pigs. <laughs> but uh, this is an issue that to me is, is very unnecessary. There's uh, no point in having this, um, you know, exploita- exploitative activity in these major cities any longer. And uh, so that's why I chose to fight on this. I mean, there's a lot of issues I care about, but this is something that has always bothered me, especially when I travel. I mean, obviously I live here, so I see it, but also when I travel, because another another thing that forest carriage proponents will say is that the tourists love them. The tourists love them. Mm. Well, I'm a tourist and I don't. And we go down to the horse carriage stand for our humane education outreach events, and we talk to many tourists in Chicago who tell us they absolutely hate seeing these horses suffering on the street. Well, you gotta, I mean, I've been to New York City and Montreal, and I it, it ruins my day when I see these horses basically in bondage for, for, for very long hours, walking on uh, hard cement and breathing exhaust all day. That's exactly what I was just going to say, Jody. Is that they're 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 walking on this concrete for twelve hours on a shift, and then they're nose to tailpipe, right? Mm-hmm. Just bringing all those yeah. noxious, uh, all those fumes out there that can create issues in their lungs or what have you. Yeah, right. We have a video of a horse uh, struggling to just drink w- some water in the gutter, um, and the driver was more concerned with you know making sure the hat was and the feather on the horse's head was proper and strapping him in, and he's straining to just drink some water in the gutter. And this w- this water is probably full of oil. Mm. And who knows what? And then once she attached a strap, he could no longer reach the water in the gutter. Mm. Um, it's these, we have video footage of a driver throwing a lit cigarette butt down at, right at the horse's front feet. And uh, one of our volunteers videotaped it and, and asked her to pick it up. She did pick it up. But, um, you know, we got another video of a horse carriage driver washing her hands in the horse's drinking water. So these drivers will tell us we love these horses just like our pets, just like our family. Well, I don't, you know, I, we see too many things that show that they do not care about these horses or their basic needs. So what's, uh, where can people, if they're, if they're interested in getting involved or finding out information, you know, uh, uh, seeing the proofs that you have, uh, do you have a website set up for, for this movement? Uh, we do for the partnership. It's uh, the partnership to ban horse carriages dot com. They could go to that, and uh, we've got all kinds of. We've got every petition we know of uh, posted there. We have accidents, uh, fatalities. Um, oh, another thing I wanted to mention real quickly before we run out of time: we have over 115 business endorsements uh, for a ban on Chicago's horse carriages, and most of those endorsements have thousands of supporters. And two of those endorsers. Two organizations have more than two and a half million supporters. Wow! Okay. So this just goes to show that um, society no longer approves of animal exploitation for profit, and uh, 
so we do have a ton of endorsements. And if, if someone, if a business is signing an endorsement to ban horse carriages in Chicago, they support a ban in every city. Um, and so for Chicago Alliance for Animals, they could go to our Facebook page if they're on uh, social media. We're also on Twitter um, at, at Shy Animal Rights, so C-H-I Animal Rights. Okay. Mm. Uh, and then we also have a Twitter account for the partnership called Ban Horse Carriage. Okay. Because I only had so many characters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, have you had any of these campaigns be successful yet? Have there been any cities where you've had a success and you've been able to uh, influence a ban? There have been successes. Uh, those happened before I w- was involved in the in this movement. Uh, Salt Lake City passed a ban uh, a few years back. Uh, what happened there is a horse collapsed in the middle of a very hot summer. Uh, they believed the horse was dehydrated and not enough water. Um, horse collapsed. They took the horse back to the stable, and a couple animal advocates uh, videotaped what was happening. And they basically had to move the horse with the forklift mm. and sent sent a video to the media saying the horse is doing fine. Um, he's recovering. Well, they've sent a picture of a different horse oh, and they, the goodness. media found out about it and the horse ended up dying. And yet the horse carriage company and their owners were lying about the horse. And due to that, what happened there, uh, Salt Lake City did pass a ban. And there are other cities. Um, uh San Juan passed a ban recently, and then there was uh, just over the over last summer a horse dropped dead in. Uh, 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 sorry, I'm forgetting which one I'm thinking of, but a horse dropped dead, and so they decided to pass a ban because hmm. the horse dropped dead in the street. And that's typically what it takes to for a city to get a ban to an enact a ban is from a horse dying in the street, right. which is really what it shouldn't come to that. And we're hoping in Chicago that these aldermen understand the dangers and understand the, you know, the cruelty of this and pass the ban before we have a, a fatal tragedy here. Right, right. Oh, Jody, thanks so much. Uh, is there anything else we need to add? Anything we didn't cover? Um, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. So if anybody wants to get involved in our campaign, either locally in Chicago or if they have horse carriages in their city and they want to work on a campaign there, yeah. just uh, get in touch with us at Chicago Alliance for Animals or the Partnership to Ban Horse Carriages. Are there and on, they can find me on, on Facebook. Are there online uh, petitions to sign? Are those are those effective in your cause? Um, I think the, the petitions are good. I, I don't know if they're as effective as contacting like, your legislators. Okay. Like in Chicago, we have a daily action alert where we ask our volunteers and anybody, regardless if they live in Chicago or halfway around the world, because again, the tourist angle, it's important for our legislators to know that, you know, tourists don't want to come here if they're going to see horses suffering in the street. So, um, but there are, our petitions are on the partnership website. um, So anybody could go on there and sign them. But more importantly, I would urge everybody where, where you live to contact your legislators, write letters, call them, email them, tweet them, and tell them why you don't like seeing horses uh, in bondage on your streets. Okay. Excellent. Jody. thanks so much for uh, joining us and uh, some interesting information. Thank you very much. And thanks for this opportunity. All right. Be thanks, well. Jody. All right. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Partnership to ban horse carriages worldwide. If they could only come up with a name that really described what they did.
<laughs> so they're so much better at that than shield <laughs> strategic <laughs> homeland ah, we're working on it we're working on it <laughs> they nailed it'd it. be much more entertaining if they use manatees instead <laughs> oh wait i kind of missed the point of the whole thing you, <laughs> you did you did you okay did. manatees are cute yeah uh, well go they ride smile. one <laughs> no. you can't no you shouldn't like, oh you meant okay never mind yeah, you shouldn't yeah, you probably, shouldn't. No, definitely not. <laughs> so, but uh, it's, it's good stuff. It's, uh, it's good to I, know. I'm it, curious because uh, really Chicago in New York. I mean, that's such. I, I wonder how successful they'll be. You know, I mean, the St. Louis. The, you know, they, she said they got them, and and Salt Lake City. But uh, yeah, I wonder how successful the, the, they'll be. You know, what? trying to eradicate it from New York or Chicago because those are big big dogs. I think they're. I think they're just on borrowed time. I, I don't think there's. You got to You always follow the money, right? It just oh, yeah. doesn't seem like a, a big enough yeah. thing to you know to really warrant anyone, you know, getting too riled up about it. It's going to go away. I mean, it's sure. kind of an old fashioned. It's a novelty. Thing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if they if they can't show that they're taking care of the horses, uh, maybe it's time that. Uh, well, yeah, I want proof. I yeah. want proof that they're doing the right thing for the animal yeah. first before anything yeah. else. Right on. So uh, I mentioned that we had uh, some emails and some news stories we wanted to look at. We could do that now if, you, if you're so inclined, Brent. Uh, let's do it. Hey. All, All right. right. So uh, dear Animal Talk. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. This is more of just a, a share here. But uh, I'm officially a cool cat. Are you? Yes. This <laughs> comes from lowercase guy. Uh, normally, if Henry is in the bathroom using his litter box, I wait until he is done. Sometimes he'll come by and say, hi, meow, to me while I'm in the bathroom. Right. But like most cats, Henry can uh, can come in when I'm using my litter box, but I'm not allowed in when he's using his. So last night, he came into the bathroom while I was using my litter box, and he said, meow, hi, and rubbed against my leg, and then, to my surprise, went into his box and started digging. You know what? Why am I envisioning... <laughs> Like a 45-year-old man in a cat suit who literally has a litter box in his bedroom. And the litter box is right next to the toilet. Boy, was I surprised. Uh, It wasn't that he needed to go that badly because I know uh, he's going to leave quickly. Uh, So I, I proceeded to wait until he finished dug to China, and then <laughs> left the room before I flushed because the last thing I wanted to do was startle him. That's a bet. You don't want to scare a cat when they're in the cat box, mm. that's for sure. <laughs> so I think this was the highest compliment and sign of trust he could show me. Uh, even more than showing me his tummy and letting me pet it when he's in the mood. Uh, I do believe I am a cool cat now. Is any Are any of you guys part of the cool cat club? So there was a question there. Are you part of the Cool Cat Club, Brian? Um I'm thinking maybe <laughs> do you your cat poop that email was meant for his therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Sent it to you by mistake. <laughs> oh. Matt, are you part of the Cool I Cat? Do you an, share a litter box with your cat? I have an answer for that. The, 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 the answer is yes. Oh. There, there have been times where Honeypot will uh, – Honey pot. She'll knock on the door while the door is closed for myself or for my wife, Mary. Right, right. She'll she'll go in there and she'll do her business while we're doing our business. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Cool. she goes and digs in the poop sand. She does what she does. So he, wow. he calls it poop sand. I call it poop sand. <laughs> That's poop <funny>. sand. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, 
our, our cat Percy. He uh, his box isn't in the restroom, but boy, if you're on the can, he wants to come and hang out. <laughs> and he's a white cat, and all I can think of is that joke: is uh, the bear and the rabbit in the woods. Yep. You have any problem with poop sticking your fur? <laughs> nope. Oh, Good. <laughs> Here you go, kitty. What? <laughs> I've never what? heard this. So a big brown bear. Oh my God. Here Should I go. save it for the end? I think he kind no, of already told because it. it's not a bad joke. That's no, the thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, is it funny? <laughs> he kind of heard it. <laughs> so a big laugh. brown bear and a little white bunny okay. are in the woods. All right, they both have to take a poop. Okay, so they find a tree together, <laughs> okay. and they're both taking a poop. Okay, the bear turns to the bunny and says, "Hey, do you ever have a problem with poop sticking to your fur?" Uh, in, in the in the real joke, we say shit. <laughs> but okay. we're cleaning it up for the yeah, video. Absolutely. So, do you have any problem with poop sticking to your fur? And the bunny says no. So the bear grabs him and then wipes his butt with him. And says thanks, buddy. <laughs> that wasn't even funny. <laughs> the why one did, funny one. Why did this time? Why does it we're matter? All laughing. Huh? Why does it matter if he's white? Why did you say he's white? Did you say he was Sam, white? Or Sam, was that in my Sam, imagination. The bunny. Yeah, Sam. no, the bunny's white. Sam, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> And he, and he cut two holes in his sheet <laughs> and put it over. Ow. That wasn't even like who came up with that? Like that wasn't even funny. <laughs> See, that, we, were actually, we were actually laughing at that one. Uh, poop sand, really? Poop sand. <laughs> does, yeah, the cat, poop sand. does the cat call your toilet turd water? <laughs> poop sand. Poop sand. The poop sand box. Uh. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, cat people are kind of weird, I guess. Yes, we are. <laughs> and if that's the cool table, you can have it all to yourself. <laughs> I'm not at that table. <laughs> so what's about, speaking of uh, cute, fuzzy little things you're going to find in your backyard. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. So uh, what is about the cutest, fuzzy little thing you're going to see in your backyard, Brian? Deer. Um, I, oh, wait, I get, I get my, deer in my yard. You get deer. I don't. <laughs> Flying I got, squirrel. Squirrels. I got ducklings. Yeah. So uh, this guy here. Uh, there's six squirrels were rescued after their tails became entangled. <laughs> what? So yep, Aww. six adorable squirrels. Is there squ- pictures? Yeah, but my printer is like being stupid, so get, I'm struggling to read printer. it. My, my printer went. Wait a minute. A went all squirrely. Get, so I'm, six, I'm reading it. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so six squirrels, uh, adorable squirrels nonetheless, were rescued in Nebraska on Monday after a passerby found them and their tails entwined together. Craig heard the screeching outside his Nebraska screeching. home and went to investigate. He couldn't believe his eyes when he saw these eight-week-old squirrels on a pine tree with their tails tangled. Uh, it was the sap that that got into their tails. Oh, and, and I thought it was one of those squirrel orgies. Yeah. <laughs> squirrel swingers clubs. They were all trying to go in different directions. Uh, he immediately reported the problem to the Humane Society who came to the rescue. Uh, the organization wrote on their fo- Facebook page that uh, they were able to contain the little critters and without too much trouble, along with the help of Nebraska Wildlife Rehab, the squirrels were finally freed. Uh, and then sent on their merry little squirrely way. So watch out for that. <laughs> Getting to see six squirrels, it's just all trying to run in a different direction. Oh my God. Poor little guys. I think you should uh, take the six squirrels, put harnesses on them, have them pull a carriage <laughs> for your little Barbie and Ken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie and Ken. 
You never know what she's going to just lose it. Nope. Strap that, strap or, that uh, dream vet on the front there with her <laughs> dream, little dream car. Um, all right. Another quick little email dilio here. Dear Animal Talk. What's this, fan mail from a flounder? That's what we got. And uh, it's uh, dog, dog bitosaurus. So uh, I have a stray dog. Well, if you have it, it's not stray anymore, is it? <laughs> I have a stray dog. I was helping. Uh, and he got out and bit someone. What the heck do I do? Animal control is putting notices on my door uh, to turn the dog over. But we all know what this city does to dogs. Uh, he looks like a Mastiff mix. Um uh, I think he's in a lot of trouble. Uh, I don't want to see him die. Uh, what should I do? Well, he bit somebody. Mm. Uh, so there's a it, it, uh, the lesson here. I think is well, one, you're gonna turn. You gonna, I think you might have to turn him over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let him run free. Yeah, well, run free somebody. to bite someone run else. Yes. Yeah. Sam North. Or listen to your or, advice. What? Take him to a farm. So he yeah, could bite or someone take else? him like to another town to and then farm. turn him and be like, I and found And turn him this loose dog. in another town with like to a city you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Right? Have you seen homework? Because if you're rooting for <laughs> if you're rooting for Winnipeg, just take him to Vegas, drop him off or in Vegas. We can put uh we can put him on a plane. Yep. Put a little parachute on him. Sure, sure. Drop He'll him in, die in the plane. Drop him in North Korea. Oh. Let him yeah. bite Kim Jong un. That's it. <laughs> But I, I think the the lesson here comes from taking in stray dogs, yeah, yeah. that look like mastiffs or anything for that matter. Um, you know, animal control or a vet might be your first visit with mm-hmm. uh, a, a stray, right? Uh, yeah. To get that a should always you know, be the first priority. They'll you know to to get them in a behaviorist to see if they're you know you know. There's uh, usually a reason uh, why uh, dog is stray, uh, yeah. and you know, especially if you don't see any any kind of. Um, you know, uh, postings, you know, stray dog or it's not you know, as lost charming dog. Of Isle, as Isle of Dogs my, by any stretch of yeah, the Yeah, my daughter found Still a stray dog. Yes. Come what? to find out this dog was like 14 oh. years old, was in heart failure. Oh. She actually had a tag and she called the previous owner. The owner said, ah, yeah, I don't want the dog anymore. And uh, yeah, about a month later, the dog died of heart oh, wow. failure. Oh my gosh. And, you know, my daughter had a. A large vet bill. Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I had a large vet <laughs> bill. <laughs> Dad had the large vet bill. Didn't that dog try to run away, too? Yeah. <laughs> the dog <laughs> tried to run away. And I said, Riley, the dog's going to get away. She's like, what? Dad, don't don't worry. <laughs> dog took like three steps and just collapsed. <laughs> oh. And she said, yeah, he does that all the time. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Me, that... too. <laughs> Me, too. So, yeah. Dog wow. Died. So uh, how many mice a day? 21. Do you think a cat can eat? Can uh, eat? Yeah. Not 21. Not 21. I don't know. Is, is it some... more than 21? How big is the cat? Well, like that. <laughs> that? Welcome to the podcast where that works. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of cat size. I once got a fish <laughs> this big. <laughs> so uh, wait a minute. Is this a, is this a uh, some sort of so a riddle? cat leaves a, on a train from Chicago <laughs> traveling fifty nine on a mouse on a, oh! on a horse carriage? Yes. No math on a horse carriage. <laughs> so Ooh, too soon. Sorry. How, how many can he eat oh, in a day? Uh, ten is the theory behind it here. Right. That's what but, I said. Uh, yeah. You said twenty one. <laughs> I don't think so. 
Why, why, what's the, why is this magic this number is coming, 10? But this is, is coming from Catnip Comic 1. So I don't, <laughs> what are they I on? I don't know. But uh, uh, so it sounds like way too – it's excessive, right? The vet had once told him that uh, maybe baby mice, right? If you line up 10 adult mice side by side, the sheer mass seems like a lot for a cat on a daily basis. Um, so here's where it gets interesting. So my 18-plus geriatric 7-pound skinny cat – um, has been put on a raw ground turkey yep, diet uh, for a few days to get some uh, natural fat in his food for his dry skin. Um, he was pulling his fur out on his belly and the vitamin E wasn't enough to, to help him. Uh, he casually puts down a good three pounds of ground turkey a day. Uh, or in three days, three pounds in three days. Um, <laughs> say wow, a day? That's three, a lot. three, yeah, three pounds in three days. And this is a, a eighteen-year-old seven-pound cat. Um, small amounts, five or six times a day, slightly warmed in the micro to room temperature, um, and he's chowing through it. It's amazing. That's a that's a lot to feed. Have you ever fed your pet uh, a natural diet? Yeah, it's it's very messy. Yeah. yeah, it's very messy, and the food spoils. It's very expensive too. <clears throat> yeah, to, my sister does that with her dog. Really, the yep. the frozen kind of a sausage roll. Uh, she actually food. makes his food. Really? Oh my yeah. god, that's so cool! From scratch. I I actually made dog food one time. I made uh, I took a pressure cooker and I cooked a whole chicken. Now I'm not much of a cook. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. So I pressure cooked a whole chicken, and then I found the best blender I could find. I I blended the chicken bones and all. Wow! Everything I used a Ninja blender. I love a ninja. Ninja. <laughs> this is not endorsed. And uh, and I I mixed it with some flour and stuff. I, I made this thing I called chicken bread. The dogs loved it. Hmm. Absolutely loved it. So there's that. But a lot of the fresh uh, fresh food choices are, are frozen food. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you you feed it to the dog. It smells, um, and it's uh, you know it goes rancid. So you got to be careful mm, with, with right. the fresh food diet. Wow. But a pound of turkey every day. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what she does? Days. Three pounds And that three includes, days. The, includes the mice? I, I, I yeah. wasn't following the No, story. no. Well, he just thought that like 10 mice would be a lot. Yeah. Right? But this this cat's packing away a, a pound, over a pound of food a day. And it's, and it's like, well, you know. That's, that's 18 years old. That's that. a, I don't think I could eat that that's much. That's a lot of mouse, right? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. All right. So do you want another email or do you want a, a news bet? News bet. Oh, all right. So family realizes pet dog might be a bear after the animal starts to walk around on his hind legs. (laughs) What? (laughs) And talking in a bad Italian accent. (laughs) More canine confusion in China. Uh, so I suppose the where does this happen? Does this happen in Nebraska? You know, I'm like thinking, is this is this like a Jersey problem? What is it? No, China. All right, so China. All right, so uh, just a few days after the news broke about a woman who found uh, out her puppy that she bought uh, was actually a fox, another pet owner has found a similar problem, according to the Independent. Uh, two years ago, Su Yun from a place in China, <laughs> in a providence of China, <laughs> bought a puppy while on vacation, believing it to be a Tibetan mastiff. Um, look up a Tibetan mastiff. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. glasses like don't a bear. Work. A Tibetan mastiff. They, they do kind of, yeah. A Tibetan um, mastiff is, is actually they, a very impressive dog, but they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're huge. And they brought the animal home. 
from day one, Yoon and her family were impressed by the pet's massive appetite. For honey. The dog, <laughs> in finger quotes, air quotes, reportedly chowed down a box of fruit and two buckets of noodles every day. So fruit and noodles for the pup. Uh Bear pup. <laughs> it wasn't until the pet reached 250 pounds. Oh What's up, Yogi? <laughs> and started walking around on his hinds that they realized there might be a mistake. No way. Uh, their dog is actually a, a static, a static black bear. Since the family is slightly and reasonably afraid of wild bears. <laughs> I wonder if the neighbors ever say anything. <laughs> Your dog too big. Your dog. That's uh, that's no. How that's, are you confused? That's no dog. Um, you got a bear. That's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I know bear when I see bear. <laughs> so oh, bad. I'm just I'm just thinking of all the apology letters I have to write. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dear Chinese people. <laughs> Of the great (laughs) state and city of China. (laughs) Our deepest apologies. Do you think somebody? I said, uh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Dear great state of Italy. (laughs) State of Italy. We apologize profusely (laughs) for the naughtiness. Sam, you looked it up, though, right? Yeah, no, I am. Bear like. A little. A little? Yeah, I mean... Well, I... okay, maybe a, a bear cub could look like that dog. Oh, could yeah. A, could oh, a, it was a... Yeah. Could, that bear, could a bear cub yeah, probably. pass for that dog? Probably. So wearing a top hat and a tie? I mean, they didn't do with... that research. They go, hey, that boo-boo. Hey, that boo-boo. Where's the picnic baskets? <laughs> I, I don't think these people have caught on yet. <laughs> <laughs> but really, to not... To, to not know... 200, 250 pounds. So are they going to keep it as I a I think pet? it's a too big... <laughs> It's a, he's bigger than Charlie here. It's Junior. He's like, why does he want to drive? Bears can't drive. <laughs> you have not been to the same circuses in Tijuana I have. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Just as we're advocating for carriage horses and then in the second breath, advocate for a Taiwanese circus. I've never been to a Taiwanese circus. You just said I have not. All right, uh, uh, yeah, no. I heard nothing. Yeah, no, haven't. Never. Oh, n- <laughs> neither have I. Nope. For real. Tijuana. Oh, I was thinking Tijuana anyway, not Taiwanese. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> really far. Uh, although Dear I Taiwan, did. <laughs> pass this along to Tijuana while you're. <laughs> I did. I have you ever been to Tijuana? No. Oh my God. Have, have you ever been to Tijuana? You were just there in Southern Cal. Did you go to Was Tijuana? it Southern California? Yeah. You're close to – that's like super close. That's the thing to do in Southern California is go to Tijuana. Don't what? go to Tijuana. <laughs> it's well, I'm like, obviously not there anymore, it's, so I'm It's not crazy. Going. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. We were there. It was like 75. We were there. How do you spell I it? I was too <laughs> Tijuana. <laughs> T- <laughs> to your great state of Mexico. <laughs> Our deepest apology. Oh, is, it uh, the, is there a silent J? Oh, Yes. <laughs> is there a silent J? Yes. There's a silent. Wow. Uh, no, it's, it, that's in the Juan part. Mexico. It's in Mexico. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. can't go to. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Tilbo, 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 Tilbo. Tilbo, no, it was like Why? 1975, and we were there family vacation. I was two. I was a little older than two, but we were there family vacation, <laughs> and they there was a donkey. The guy had a donkey, and it was painted black and white like a zebra. And you could take <laughs> you could take your picture with this donkey. And it's 1975. We didn't. I was. I don't know. I'm like what? I'm in the fourth grade, right? And I'm like, you just said like, you were two. I know, but I was in fourth grade. It's called Mensa. Fourth it's grade going into fifth, and uh, uh, they're like, hey, you want a picture with the zebra? And I'm like, I'm like fourth grade. I'm like, uh, that's a donkey, dude, that you painted black and white. But hell yeah, I want my picture with him. Well, I would say that now. And he's wearing a sombrero. Are you kidding me? A zebra donkey and a sombrero. Sign me up. Do you have a picture? Somewhere. On a, you'll come over and we'll get the slide carousel yeah. out and run through the whole summer adventure. <laughs> Why so, shouldn't I go there? Um, no, it's dangerous as hell. Wait, it's, really? It's, it's, it's Apparently in 1975 it wasn't. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no. It's, no, it was, it was pretty, no, it was pretty shady when it was in 75. Where the hell did you go there? My parents. We were all in the Lincoln Town car heading down. That's actually the second time Jamie fell for that. The first time it was an escaped convict. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so Brian. Yeah. Um, who's your thunder buddy? My what? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam. Do you we, not get that? Do you Sam, not understand that? Sam, thunder who's buddy? your thunder buddy? I don't. I guess my dog. Yeah. Okay. There's a now here. I have a movie recommendation for you. <laughs> Ted. Right. It's Ted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ted. Mark Wahlberg. Ted. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah oh, yeah. with the teddy bear. That yeah. Talks. Yeah. 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 And they were both I cried in that movie. <laughs> I cried in that movie. Why? Because. Spoiler. He gets torn apart like near the end. I, I'm bawling. I'm bawling. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You have such a kind heart, Sam Nork. <laughs> he gets so sad. He lost his best friend. Like, seriously? That's anyway. it. No, you were sad because Mark Wahlberg lost oh. his best friend. <laughs> I can be his best friend. <laughs> oh, Marky Mark. But uh, so, no, it's uh, I, I was asking um, who – who your thunder buddy? What, what what's a thunder? What help me out? <laughs> Might be. Well, they were they were they were afraid, but they were both afraid of thunder and, and lightning. And so Mark yes, Wahlberg kids. had the teddy bear, you know, as, I, and they were thun- they were oh, thunder buddies. Okay, to okay. to uh, yeah. to save him from the thunder, which leads us to this email. Read the mail. Read the mail. Read the mail. <laughs> we get there eventually. Eventually, we get there. Do anxiety vests work for dogs? Um, I have this one is from at home. Bo the beauty. We have a young dog with bad separation anxiety and was thinking about investing in a thunder blanket for an anxiety vest. Um, I was wondering, do they actually work? Um, would you recommend one uh, that could be a bit pricey because our dog is big? So thunder vest, those thunder yeah. vests, right? Because it's like a hug. I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. People swear by them. Right, right. They've been around for 15 years, yeah, yeah. 20 years. I think they're more for the owner than the dog. Yeah. I don't get the mysticism behind it. <laughs> I don't think they work. Just grab a afghan and give your dog a hug. Yeah, but uh, go for it. I mean, if you want to try it, people people swear by it. Yeah. So how would you, um, from a training perspective, if you wanted a dog to that's having separation anxiety issues, 
um, to incorporate that in. How would you how would you approach that as a, as a trainer for the noises? You mean for the, the no no or? no not for the thunder because yeah. they're they're looking specifically of using it as a, a to alleviate the anxiety of being alone. It's separation anxiety, and they yeah. thought this vest might might help that because they're not having luck with uh, the other things they've yeah. tried. Actually, this is a, this is a pretty tough problem to solve. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem: when, whenever you're trying to solve. Uh, or cure a phobia or some sort of anxiety in an animal, you have to try to get through it in one session or maybe one weekend. And the problem is, if the problem is, if it doesn't, if it's not solved by the end of the weekend, you got to go back to work and throw the dog in the crate, and then it gets even worse. So you have to solve phobias. A, a real simple one to solve um, is, uh, you know, some dogs are scared to go up and down stairs. Mm-hmm. And I... I I would solve it in five or ten minutes, and the dog's never scared. But if you try, to, if you start doing it, and the Not dog, my dog slinky, and then you stop, and then the dog will start. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll be even more convinced of the fear, and that's the problem with with uh, anxiety. <laughs> if you can spend a week off of work and get your dog to stay in the crate for ten seconds, and fifteen seconds, and twenty seconds, once you get past you know thirty or forty minutes without the dog freaking out, you can um, you, you he'll be fine the the whole day. Mm. So that's the problem with it. So. Uh, some things that can help you is, uh, you know, they make some medications, some um, ones called Clomacom, I think. And there's uh, actually, um, uh, what's the one for, is it Benadryl? Jack Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> Benadryl, yeah, yeah. Benadryl. And it's real safe and you can dose it the same way you do with, with kids and uh, it's cheap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your vet will, will be able to help you with, uh, you know, something that can kind of calm the dog down a little bit while you're gone yeah. until they get past the fear. So Matt, yes. did you know that Brian has some phobias and fears? Spiders. No. I know that no, everybody no. has a phobia and or fear, but I don't know of a specific one that Who's Brian that? does have. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm, are we oh, gonna find out? He's phobia. usually afraid of this. He's afraid of the bad animals. <laughs> it's time for <laughs> the bad animal joke of the week. Oh, Brian, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brian, Sam's included in on this oh, one. Sam, so, I am. Um, yep. So, uh, what did Brian? What did Sam name her pet zebra? I don't know, Jamie. What did Sam name Donkey? her pet zebra? <laughs> Spot. Spot. <laughs> oh, there's that's a really such a Sam North there's, thing. There's a really mean one in here about Michael Jackson. And uh, well, that's fitting. Black, white, and red all over. Sunburned zebra. Uh, uh, I like that though. I like spot. That's uh, there you go. Donkey. That was funny. That was great. That, that was, was wonderful. That was that played into <laughs> our whole Tijuana bit, and uh, uh, it pulled together. Ah, so hey, <laughs> at that time, Dubai. It did, except for the very last part. <laughs> <laughs> Got to work up a little uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Uh, so that'll do it. AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website. Uh, Twitter is AnimalTalkRadio. Um, all the socials, Instagram. Sam is uh, throughout the week posting stuff on that every day. Ooh, every. I do it every day. You do. She does. She's like, she's really good about it. So Sam's responsible for those awesomely cool stuff that that she posts up there uh, on the Animal Talk feed. So uh, we appreciate you being with us. You can send uh, questions, jamie at animaltalkradio.com, or visit the website, say hey, and 
Uh, that's it. You got anything? Yeah, go watch a ghost story. Oh, oh a ghost story. Yeah. Homework. We that have homework. Is it, Matt? Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Always happy to be here. Sam. Thank you. Thanks for Earth. surviving. You're welcome. And thanks for everything you do. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me.